Boston Herald Radio. This audio podcast brought to you by Beacon Hill Wine and Spirits and Beacon Hill Wine and Gourmet. Go to BeaconHillWine.com. Miller still waiting for his first pitch. Roberts is going. Posada's throw. Roberts. Safe. Swinging a high deep drive in the right field. That one's called to the right. Hunter on the move. Racing back. It's over his head. It's gone. It's into the bullpen. This game is tied. This game is tied. David Ortiz. David Ortiz. David Ortiz. The light goes on. Puppy goes on. It hasn't happened at Fenway Park for 95 years. The Red Sox are world champions. This is a Boston Herald Radio special presentation. Stepping off the bag with Boston Herald Red Sox reporter Jason Mastrodonato. Welcome to another edition of the Boston Herald Red Sox Stepping Off the Bad podcast. I'm one of the Red Sox beat writers, Jason Mastronato. Alongside me today, my special guest, Evan Drellick. He's been covering the team all season with me. And we're Can gonna... I interrupt you real quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why am I a special guest? Because I don't have you on every time, and when I do, it's special. Every guest is special, or just me? Uh, I like to think all my guests are special, because if they're not special, I wouldn't be having them on the podcast. Well, then nobody's really special, then, if everybody's special. Go on, uh, No, please. everybody's special who I have on the podcast Got it. is special. Got it. Um, otherwise, I wouldn't have them on. Got it. That's, 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 that's great. the point. So you're my special guest this week, uh, and I'm glad that I have you on, because we're going to be talking a lot about trade scenarios, guys that maybe the Red Sox can look at right now. I mean, they have so many needs on this team, as we talk about every day. Um, the starting pitching, the relief pitching, and now it looks like the outfield, maybe even catcher. Um, and so I'm glad that we have you here because you've covered another team in the past. You've, you're always in tune with what's going on in the league. And I, I th- am? I think so. Oh, that's okay. why you're my special right, guest. That's right, that's right. That's yeah. I mean, if you're not, I can get, find another special guest. Um, and I, I, I think it'll be good to... To, to, to talk a, a little bit about this because I think this is what fans want to know is who, who are they who, what are they going to do right now because this is not as we talk about every day Evan this is not a great baseball team it's so, a mediocre to above average baseball so what we've heard from Dave Dombrowski publicly is that there aren't <clears throat> as many defined sellers at this point and, that, and that's that's the case every year right so got a month of the deadline you've got teams that want to stay in the race keep their fan bases engaged and by engaged I mean just spending money on tickets right you don't want to punt it but it's basically saying that I want to wait and see what else comes available. That we know who's been a seller, and presumably, if there was somebody out there we we like, we would have pounced on them already. Well, th- maybe Dave's waiting. Right, and I think we're hitting a point where waiting is an illogical move because right. you've seen enough from this rotation. Every time Clay Buckles goes out there, you know it's just a little bit of anesthesia until you really got to do some true surgery, right? Well, something's going on. I mean, they always hope that Buckles is going to be that guy and because he's been it in the past at times. So I think they're just like, well, maybe this is the time. I I don't think so. I think they're they're buying time. And and I think they... Well, they're not buying time. They're basically losing time. Right. And that's and that's the problem. And I think even if the market isn't as flush right now with pitching as you would hope it would be, they're going to need to be aggressive and get somebody sooner rather than later. And there's an advantage to that. You get a whole extra month. If you go out and get a mid to top right. tier pitcher, why wouldn't you want that? If Dave Dombrowski's here talking about 
winning now, right? Has, has that not been the message? That's this, the message. The whole winning time. Now. Okay. And it's not just, and it doesn't matter what the message is. Look at the team. Right. I mean, this is a you win now. You have something team. that needs to be fixed right now. Right. And I don't understand where the immediacy has gone out the window. And that's what's going on right now. The only thing that I would say to that is that maybe the right trade hasn't come along. But, I mean, you would think at this point they would at least have picked up somebody to go on the bench. I mean, Will Venable was DFA'd by the Dodgers. I mean, he's a solid fourth outfielder, right? And right now they got Bryce Brantz and Ryan Lamar, two guys who have spent almost their entire careers in the minor leagues. On their, be- their four bench players are career minor leaguers who have barely ever played in the majors, and they're losing them games because they have to be in these pinch-hitting spots late in the game. There's no lineup security. It's At, yeah. at the very least, they, it's boggled my mind that they haven't acquired somebody to go on the bench. A short-term thing. I think when you look at the bench, lately it's been the worst problem they've got. Lately? Yes. Yeah. I think you've got Hanny coming back, Hanny, yeah. Ryan Hanny. You got Brock Holt coming back. You hope that Chris Young isn't out too long. You at least have a little bit of a light at the end of the tunnel. That doesn't mean the bench can't be upgraded. But if if I have one priority, if there's one thing I need tomorrow, it's it's not John Jay. I like John Jay. I think he'd be a perfect fit career-wise. He's actually got you could think, probably you think play John maybe. Jay is what this team needs. Career splits are fine. You could play him every day if Young's unavailable. If you, so what you want, but, power but hitting? Trade, no, I mean, I want more than like a 680 OPS guy. Is Young part of your plan in the future or no? He's part of your plan as in you want him hitting against lefties, absolutely. Okay, so you want a platoon partner for Chris Young in left field. Yes, and I don't want it to be Brock Holt because I think this team's at its best. So why wouldn't John Jay fit that profile? He, he would fit that profile. I, I would just think that they can do better. I mean, I, I mean, how much better is John Jay than have, Bryce Brantz or Ryan Lamar? I mean, I, they, can they really go out and get a? How about Cole Calhoun? Top tier outfielder, a top tier pitcher. No, in both the exactly. rotation and the bullpen. No, and this is why this is what what we're talking about today. Because I'm curious to see what your thoughts on, are on this situation. I'm going to give you mine. Um, I think. I think they have to get a top-tier starting pitcher. That would be my priority. A number one. A, n- a number one. I don't mean a true ace in the sense of one of the five best pitchers in baseball. I mean just like a top 30 pitcher in the major leagues. Is that what you mean? Yes. So, like, you know, we talk about, before we did this podcast, we were just throwing the names out there. Garrett Cole, Chris Sale, Jose Fernandez. I mean, yeah. If you have the opportunity to put together a monster package for them. Which one do you want? Doesn't matter. Anyone, whoever's available. I think Fernandez uh, is, is, he's youngest, yeah, right? Yeah, Fernandez is great, but I mean, sales team friendly contract for what, three or four more years? Garrett Cole Fernandez hasn't even hit arbitration. Has one year less of control than the other two. Okay. And you don't care about the money with sale because you're the Red Sox, right? So the and it's mo- not the much money. It's, all it's 12 million. It's nine, then 12. Yeah, yeah it doesn't matter. It's, it, it's, it's not much it's money. It's negligible. It's not like we're talking Zach Greinke here, which it seems like all the national outlets want to point to and say, hey, maybe the Diamondbacks should sell Zach Greinke to the Dodgers or the Red Sox. Why? That, I, don't see that. I don't see that. I was having a conversation earlier today with, a, with some scouts, and there was some doubt on their part that the Diamondbacks would really blow it up because they're in position to do something next year, too. They, they don't have to make that move right now. In the same way you look at the Padres a year ago, they didn't have to move Craig Kimball at the deadline. They ended up moving him. But 
And who I, would take Grinky? I mean, he's owed $34 million yeah. for the next, what, seven years? Well, and, and he started to pitch better, but I, I don't think the Red Sox are in a position where they want another $30 million pitcher. 32 year old? Yeah, it was yeah, going to be on the payroll forget. for the next he, seven he, he's years. He's not in the, in the conversation for, for this. No, season. I would, that would blow, no. I right. would be totally shocked if that was something right. that was. But honest. beyond that. But we're talking what you always say, Evan, and you have a good point, is that you want a pitcher who's going to be here for more than this year. If I'm giving up my best, and I think everybody believes that Dave, if everything plays into this sense of immediacy, right? Like, this is our buzzword for this season. And if I'm going to give up my very best prospects to fulfill this idea of immediacy and win now, i got to get somebody back with control. I'm going to go out and get the very best pitcher I can, but you're not doing it for a rental. You can't do something that's just outright stupid, right? Right. Like, yes, win, winning now is important, and but there, you cannot sacrifice everything for a guy who's walking away. And there aren't even many rentals Correct. that they could get. I mean, Rich Hill is is one guy. Right. Would you give up one of those two prospects for Rich Hill? Absolutely not. No way. I would give up, like, Do you my think that temptation will be there? No, I don't. Because the reason why is because this, if they go out and get a Rich Hill, they could be happy right now. And then in the offseason, they're right back in the same position again where they have to go and get somebody else because they still need pitching. Yeah. Uh, it's not like someone, you know, Jason Groom, who they just signed, is 17 years old. So, you know, Michael Kopech, I drafted. don't know. Just drafted. I'm sorry, just drafted, not signed, correct. That'll, that'll be a key. Uh, that, that, is a, key that could have key, been a huge mistake. Key semantics. <laughs> um, Michael Kopech is walking four guys per game or four guys per nine innings in single A. You don't okay. think Pat Light can save the bullpen? No, I, I like Pat Light. You know, a great fastball. Still not sure I if the splitter is going to be enough. Right I'm not sure he's even a piece. I mean, we'll see. When he's come up here, he's gotten smoked. If starting pitching is one, is relief pitching one A? No, I'm still. I I still I would put outfield as as two, and I'd put relief pitching as three, because I think you've that, got two very good outfield. You can make something out of assuming Chris Young's healthy. Some way or another, you can get a piece. Well, but Carson Smith going down has like been swept under the rug. You've got an inconsistent Koji. How many good? Re- if you get a, how many innings did Koji throw last year after the race? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me let me start you here. If you get a good starting pitcher, if you get let's let's say maybe Chris Sale, Jose Fernandez is the dream. Let's let's say they get Jose Tejeron or uh, Julio Julio Tejeron. Te- uh, that's still a very good okay. pitcher. Okay, a, a very good pitcher, a number two guy probably. So hey, now you, you got call Moana, sure. So now you got David Price, Tejeron, Stephen Wright, and Rick Porcello as your one, two, three, four. Mm-hmm. Okay, your bullpen all of a sudden gets better because they don't have to pitch as often. Yeah, but that's not enough. And particularly with if you're talking about a playoff build, right? Look at look You were at, here in 2013. Don't tell me look at the Royals. Don't tell me that. Because you were here in 2013. What did the Red Sox relief situation look like in the playoffs of 2013? Koji, Koji, and Koji? Koji and Craig Breslau were the two most used guys in that bullpen. Taz was like a Miguel Cabrera specialist. And they, they were dominated. Right, but you don't have... You're telling me you're comfortable with this bullpen construction getting you through the regular season and through the postseason. If they get a number one type starter. I think the landscape yeah. has changed since 13. I think you need more in the pen, and I think you're seeing more rosters the Mets, that The way. Mets didn't have anything. Well, look what happened to them. I mean, they made the World Series, so look what happened to them. Sure, but game one, the guy, well, the guy you would expect would actually be able to lock it down wasn't able to. Right. It's not a but if you have method of... But what I'm saying is if your starting pitching is good, your bullpen is much less of an emphasis. 
Everyone looks at the Royals. Their starting pitching wasn't that good. That's why they were like, just get us to the sixth, please. I think the assumption that guys are going to get you there to the sixth and the seventh is such an idealistic way of thinking about it. I mean, get me to the... Get me to the sixth or seventh with an offense that's scoring five runs a game. If the bullpen's okay, can Koji hold up this whole season? You know, I, I, I have. Don't you want to spread out the I workload at the very least? Yes, you do, and that's why I think I'm not saying you're not going to get a reliever. I'm just saying I think relief priority is number three because you can get somebody mediocre for cheap. We see this every year. Get a guy who can be a four ERA guy. Sure, you know Pat Light. Bring up Pat Light. Sure, maybe he can help you. Maybe one of these guys, Joe Kelly. I think Joe, Joe Kelly is Joe Kelly's a fair is a wild question. Yeah. I, I'm with you on that. If Joe Kelly can be a player out People of the People have thought he should be in the bullpen for a long time. Right. This is probably the time to and, try it. And to clarify, one of the big reasons why he doesn't want to be in the bullpen when I talked to him about this last year is because he feels like his arm always hurts when he's pitching often. When he was a closer in college, he didn't like it. He felt like his arm was always hurting him. And this is a guy who's got arm, he's already got shoulder tendonitis. Well, now... now if the shoulder is really better in the way that he says, right? Just now based on rest. And the strengthening program that sure. he went through to get back right. from the impingement earlier this year. Right. If that's done what it's supposed to. Look, it's not like the guy's staying healthy in the rotation anyway. Right. You know, I, He's not staying healthy, period. Right. Right. So I, right. I think at some point you're fair game to try yeah. something else. And I'm sure they throws will. That hard. I feel like, you know, they used to say, no, we're not going to move Kelly to the bullpen when we asked them. Now, when we asked Dombrowski, he says, well, we haven't announced it yet. We haven't decided yet. So it's clear that they're thinking about it. it would, sure. I'd be shocked. We're not thinking about it right now. Right. Right now changes in two hours that, or a day. Sure. It you know, told yeah. the wording. You can read into it how you want. So let me go back to my plan, and you tell me where I'm wrong. So I want to... Maybe I'll tell you where you're right. I want a number... Okay, maybe. I want... <laughs> for this team, I think, a top-tier starting pitcher if they can get it. Well, and before we move on to that, or move on to what else I want, um, what do you think it would take? I want him. You, I you don't want don't Santana. want Irvin Santana? I do not want Irvin Santana. Because of the steroid issue? No, because I don't think he's, a, I don't think he's what, what gets it done for this team. I don't yeah. think he's the type of pitcher that... And that's they'll want to move him, and that's an argument, right? Do they need a type? Of, do they need the Julio Tehran, or can they go after Irvin Santana or Drew Pomerantz, somebody like that? I, I don't think that would help them all that much. I think they need a top tier starter. What's your playoff rotation right now today? Stephen Wright would be number two behind David Price with Rick Porcello number three, and if you're in a four game series, good God, I don't know what you're doing unless Eduardo Rodriguez turns it around. I think you're okay with a step below a number one. A two. If, let's yes. say, let's say, Rich, let's say Rich Hill is available for a prospect that is not one of your three best. Yeah. Is that your I only think move, that's though? Fine. Is that your only move? For the if rotation? You, if you do that, though, then you have to get a top-tier reliever. You have to. You have to get a, a good setup, man. You need to get somebody who reasonably replaces what you expected from Carson Smith. Because Matt Barnes has been great and he's been in this everyman role. Yeah. But you run the risk of burning. Uh, you run the risk of burning. He's, he's been a pleasant surprise overall. Heath Embry, right? I think, could be a really nice piece, though. I, I, We've said that earlier this year and then it kind of went south. And... Yeah, he had a few mediocre games. He's been, he's been great his last couple outings. Robbie Ross. Robbie Ross. I'm a little more a on that train. Season. That train I'm on board with. He's throwing bit. 97 miles an hour. It's this all year. about the hair, as you know. It's all about the hair. 
Not a huge fan of his haircut, personally. Well, and the velocity, if we're going to be serious, the velocity uptake that we saw earlier in the yeah. is good. And it's, it's a huge difference. Yeah, I think he's really committed to the relief role now, where before he was still wondering if he was going to be a starter. Yeah. He's really committed to that. Um, so, I mean, you think, you think they, they're okay getting a Rich Hill for just because they could save their prospects? Like, don't they need something if, better? If we believe in Stephen Wright and we believe Rich in Hill's David Price... Rich Hill's kind of risky, too. I mean, oh, sure, everybody. his I mean, arm slot... Well, I mean, how many years has it been since... It was like eight years since he won a game as a starter last year when he was with the Red Sox. What have you done for me lately, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's a little risky. And then you're right so, back uh, in the so same if boat. if you were to boil right? this down, right... You're putting a little more stock into the need for a starter. I'm putting a little more stock in the need. I, I believe right. we need both. We need yeah. both. But I'm I'm kind of more in the mid range of the starter and the reliever. Whereas you're you're all in on the top starter and not worried about the, yeah. Yep. And and that way I think you could save yourself some money or prospects. You need a solid outfielder on this team. I am gonna keep saying this because Dustin Pedroia back in August. Blake Swihart has a severe ankle sprain. Maybe he comes back in August. And by the way, it's not like Blake Swihart was tearing it up before. So now you've got a kid who's got barely any major league experience, 300 at-bats maybe, and you're bringing him back after a three-month playoff with an ankle sprain to play a position he hardly can play. In a well, pen- he can play fine. In a pennant he's, not, he's not, he's not a, an experienced outfielder, that's certainly Right. And I want Brock Holt in the utility role because I think you're a He's dust- not good enough to be in a role than that. It's no. where he belongs. He belongs in the utility role. I, I wouldn't trust him. He's fine as your seven hitter if he's hit playing left field. For one for 150 games? No, but playing four times a week with Chris Young? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. But at some point, what if Pedroia gets injured? Now you're in a bind. So then Holt's definitely playing second base. You know, what if someone gets, if someone, if anyone in the infield gets hurt, Holt Holt's an important part of this team. Yeah, he, I, look, I, I think an That's why you need an outfield. <clears throat> it's really a question of how do you envision Chris Young fitting in. If Chris Young is still somebody yeah, you want getting at bats against lefties. Absolutely then, playing lefty. But then you're not going to go out there and overpay for an outfielder who should be playing every day, right? Then you're looking so for I'm a, not, a, a guy with, with, with a split, okay. But what if what if the Colorado Rockies don't want that much for Carlos Gonzalez? Why wouldn't they? I, I'm just saying. What if what if the trade? What if there's a good trade that can be arranged for Cargo? Or I don't like Ryan Braun. I'm not going to talk about him. I think that'd be another crazy one. He's owed 20 million a year until 2020. No, no thanks. Um, so I. But Cargo's only got two years left. 37 he's million. He's productive. The contract isn't. That bad for Braun. For Braun? I don't think it's. I think you can look find at his numbers. A much worse contract. I know. I know where he is his in the numbers, age, and I know how long since it is. Steroid. He's having suspension. a good year. He's having a good year right now. Still an 8.30 OPS since since steroid suspension. 8.30 OPS is slightly above average. Left it's field. not a. It's not a bad player. It's not a bad player. Is it a 20 million dollar player? You know, market value these days. If 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 we. I'd have to look at... At 32, what is he, 32, I think? Yeah, I'd be worried about the back end of that contract, but are but, they worried about back end of contracts right now? No. David Price wouldn't be. No, here. but they could This get, isn't a back end of contract but concern. They already, it's not, but I mean, how many big contracts do you really want with Sandoval and yeah, I agree with you, it's not, it's not the Price. ideal It's not the ideal move. 
and you're gonna have to give up prospects. I just you still have Young under contract too. I think Cargo would make sense if they could get him. I would look more towards the Jay Bruce, Josh Reddick, maybe yeah, Reddick, Reddick maybe fits. Cole Calhoun. Reddick, Reddick would be a a, a logical move. Sure. Yeah, loves I'm, Boston. I'm okay with that. He's been here before. You've seen he, it. He was in Terry Francona's doghouse when he was here. I don't think Francona he liked was him young, very much. Either. He was young. That's, he was a free swinger. Yeah. He's, he's turned he's, into. He's still probably a little bit of a free character, but that's fine. Right, but he's a free character who's proven to be. Productive. Can he hit righties? Yeah, yeah, that's all he does. That's, that's, yeah. that's, that's all that matters. Exactly. That's, that's, Perfect platoon partner. Yeah. Okay. So then we see eye to eye in the outfield situation. Yeah. I. But I think they need to get somebody. Yeah. 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 I'm with you. Okay. I'm with you. Okay. I just. What about I see Car- more. I just. I just see a light at the. Uh, you can at least get by in terms of like right now today where we stand with a month until the trade deadline. I can live with you waiting to get that platoon piece in the outfield. Yeah. I need to see the pitching help sooner. Yes, but unless they... Well, they need to get someone who could be on the bench at least soon as well. Maybe maybe not necessarily somebody, I mean, if, if Brock is close. Yeah, you still wonder. I mean, Holt's still experiencing concussion symptoms. You know, again, we want him in a utility spot, right? We don't... Do the Red Sox really yeah. want him playing but in terms field? Of tiding you over, there's nothing to tide... This pitching staff, over. nothing. Right, right. You're, you're continuing to chop blocks. Nobody up. in there's, Triple there's, A. There's, there's, you're Henry out Owens, of options. Right. Henry Owens is having a bad season. Yeah, yeah. You, 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 Brian I, Johnson I, is out with anxiety issues. They have nobody down there. Correct. They, you, at some point, you got to give Aaron Wilkinson at least a look, just a look. I don't care. Give him three innings and long relief. Sure, maybe. And they might. I mean, they might. After today, I mean, they could. We're recording this as Clay Buckles is pitching. He, not have any good game. Pitching's a, a loose term. Wow. <laughs> well, he settled oh, in. Oh. Let's be fair. He's done what he always does. Okay. He gives up a few, and then he's, he's okay for a few. Let me ask you this, because I'm of the belief that Andrew Benintendi should not be traded. At all. No. If you're talking Jose Fernandez, Chris Sale, Garrett Cole, yeah. trade anybody. That's Those are the Fine. premier player. I'd trade anybody in this farm system for one of those guys. But if you're talking Julio Tejeron, um, Carlos Gonzalez, a trade like that, Andrew Benatendi to me is not a guy you move. He's got too much upside, and he could beat. And that's the other thing with this outfield piece is why wouldn't you give him up for cargo? Because I think, if you think he could be cargo. He could be cargo in two years, maybe. And cargo's only under contract for two for two more years, and you have a year of control left with cargo, right? Yes. Yes. I'd think about it. As long as the guy's not up at the end of the year, I'd think about it. If he's a premier player, I don't know. I would, I would think too it would close. with anybody, but I'm not giving it up for three months. No, Benatendi's too close. I want to do that. You could why, maybe Devers. The, the 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 difficult thing would be if you give up Benatendi for cargo or for somebody who's got a year of control. You ask the question, well, why can't you just try this guy out at this position? Exactly. Exactly. And that's what they might do at outfield. It's possible. They could just call up and att- they got to see how he plays at double A. It's going to be a big test for him this next month going into the trade deadline. Because I think that's a very realistic option. When, when he first got drafted out of Arkansas, I was told that he was going to move extremely fast through the farm system. Very close to being major league right yeah, and so. you saw it. Look, we saw Michael Conforto, even though he's not having a great year. That's, that's a Schwarber. I mean, you've, yeah. you've seen guys rise 
from the previous draft class. Yeah. It's not impossible if they're coming out of college and they're advanced hitters. And it's not like Benintendi's not a confident kid. I mean, he's extremely confident. Yeah, and, and even if he comes up and struggles, people are so fearful that that, that somehow that's going to screw up a kid for life in, in terms of their career. Probably not. Right. Maybe maybe one in a very large number doesn't rebound from being demoted, but if that's the case, they probably weren't going to make it anyway. So right, I think exactly. you can risk having him come up and struggle. I think so, too. I think so, too. Um, my take on Moncada is open to trading him for many different guys. If he's the piece in the Julio Tehran deal, absolutely okay with that. Um, I don't care. They're on if, different tiers for you. Yes, they are, because with Benintendi, to he's me... closer? He's closer, and to me, he's more of a sure thing. He's... Guys who are college players of the year who destroy the minor leagues like Benintendi has in his first two years are almost always going to be good major league players. These Cuban guys, you just never know. They're, Where, they're, where's the, his position? The game is so different. Team. Yeah. He's in a talking, free you know, I, I don't know if in the eyes of the industry, in air quotes, and in, in broad strokes, um, if Moncada's looked at well below Benintendi, I would actually think probably not. No, I think, I think it's we're, the I think we're, we're, They're pretty close. Yeah. But it seems like but in you, all but, the... But you're, you're, you're taking it. I'm on the other side of that. Okay. Yeah, I just... With the Cuban players, the game is so different there. You see so many are hit or miss. Moncada still has a long swing. I don't care if he's built like a linebacker. Can he make hard contact from, from consistently? This, can this, he hit a curveball? From this perspective of simply... They both have six plus years of major league controls. As long yep. as you bring them up two weeks in April, unless they right. change the CBA, we don't have to go into that right now. But you've got a full major league career, both, right? Ben Attendee right now is a short bet. Right. So from that perspective, yes, I would say I'm more comfortable giving up on Cobb. Yeah. I'll agree okay. with you on okay. that. But I, I don't think I, I don't think the gap is. Uh, it's not huge in terms of ceiling. You know. Well, they ceiling, both can be great players. Exactly. They both can be great players. But you're going to have to give up somebody like that if you want to get one of these top pitchers. And I so. fully believe Dave Dombrowski is empowered, willing, ready, and able to give up whatever he's got to. I don't think he wants to wait around. I don't think John Henry wants to wait around. I don't think Tom Warner wants to wait around. Nobody's waiting. Right. Everybody's going. Right. So what this do you is think? This not a standstill. Okay. I think, we've, I think we've both made our opinions pretty clear on yeah. this. Um, about what we think they should do. Now, before we close out this podcast, what do you think they will do? Do you have any? Is there any inkling, gut feeling, or are you right now just like? I think they're totally going to get unsure. a starting pitcher, but I don't think they're going to do it quick enough. Yeah. How that's, good of a That's start, my concern. Think? Concern. Um, do you think they're going to be able? To- I don't think they're going to. I don't think Sale's going to be available. I don't think Fernandez is going to be available. Both of those teams are still in the mix. The asking price would be through the roof. It's not logical for either of those teams to trade those guys. Truly, unless right. they're getting blown away. And yes, is Dombrowski the kind of guy who might blow somebody away? Sure, but I don't see him doing. I don't see him overpaying. Um, you know, through the, through the roof, right? Uh, and you're not going to clean out the farm system. I don't think. But if there's somebody who has shown they're not scared of doing that, it is Dombrowski. Right. So if it is a blow-me-away or you're not getting a situation, I would bet on the Red Sox more than I would any other team. Yeah. But I think it's just unlikely that those guys have moved. Right. So I think you're looking at the next tier of starters. Tehran. The Frank Wren connection could easily come into play there. They want to move him. That's pretty well known. Yeah. No matter what they're saying publicly. Right. 
and there will be other guys that come available as teams more clearly fall out of it. So I, I think that's what you're looking at. Yeah. If, if you have a holy trinity of, of Sale, Fernandez, and Cole, that's not going to happen. Okay. So you think it's more it's unlikely that one of those a, a big crazy move happens like that? Yeah, because it doesn't yeah. make sense to the team itself. Right. Training I'm, I'm going to say that it's unlikely that the Red Sox don't make a big crazy move like that because I think Dombrowski's going to I don't care if this team says he's untradeable. I think Dombrowski's going to change their mind because this team is loaded with with prospects. Even if they give up three of their best prospects, this is still a strong farm system. And it's David Ortiz's last season. There is such good potential for them to win a World Series this year with this team if they add the right piece that it would be crazy not to, and I think the Rossi's going to go for it. That's just my gut. Okay. It's my gut. I'll, we'll give you, I'll give you that he's the most likely guy to do that. Yeah. I'll give you that. I think you, you're you're probably more likely to be right, but that's just my gut feeling. We'll check but back soon, won't we? We will. With another special guest. You know what? I thought this went extremely well. I'm so happy that you were I my feel, special guest I feel really special. Thank you for having me. Jeff. It was great. Thank you for being here, Evan. We'll have another podcast coming up soon. Um, thank you so much for listening. Thanks so much for reading the Boston Herald. And we'll talk to you soon. This audio podcast brought to you by Beacon Hill Wine and Spirits and Beacon Hill Wine and Gourmet. Go to beaconhillwine.com.